Okay, you ready? Yeah. Let's do this. Yo, what the fuck is going on, you guys? It is Monday once again. I'm dope. You're dope. My co-host is dope. I got my man Jalen in here with me. Jalen, say what's up to the people. What's poppin'? Yes, baby, we're here. And you know what, you guys? It's another week. It's another week. It's a uh, it's a Friday for us, so we're getting a little litskies. But um, for you guys, it's Monday. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're depressed about. I don't know what you're mad. Just uh, wash your face, drink some water, scrub your balls, and let's get at it, baby. All right. Here we go. Um, It's the beginning. I tell you guys every time, make sure you got your water with you, because uh, I'm going to be drinking, not water, but every time I drink water, I want you to drink some water. Stay hydrated, everybody. Make sure you drink your water. My man, you drink your water? Sure. Yeah? Yeah. There's water in what we're drinking. Oh, perfect. Perfect. You know. I feel that. <laughs> Actually, you know, can, uh, can we get the... I'm going to pull the mic a little... Boom. There we go. Hell yeah. Yeah, that feels way better. Word. So you don't drink water, huh? Sometimes. Sometimes? No, I love water, but I, I love when water is mixed with things. Ah, I feel you. I feel you. A little infusion action. Exactly. Love it. Little little fermented hops. Exactly. Little fermented fruit. That's all we need. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Yeah, so we got a little Modelo action. It's Modelo time, foo. We got some of the Chuncha Negra, my favorite. Um... This is usually what you do? Yeah, I, I, I'm an honorary Mexican, man. Oh, word. Talk I, to me. I drink these, Tecantes. <laughs> What's that other one? Pacificos? Sure. I drink right on. all that. Pacificos, Coronas. Yep, Corona yeah. for sure. Love it. Love it. That's awesome. I remember uh, my uncle, he, uh, he would drink Bud Lights. Uh, that was like his shit. But the thing about Bud Lights, I've learned this recently. Mexicans, they drink the Bud Light because they can drink. They can start drinking at eight o'clock in the morning, and just ride like the, a mellow buzz. If they drink Bud Light from eight in the morning till eight o'clock at night, then they're mm. good all day long. You feel me? And then yeah. that's enough water. They got the carbs in there, so it's like they're eating a small lunch all day long. You feel me, baby? Hydration. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's yeah. what you got to do. Got to stay hydrated. Exactly. Got to stay moist up in here. <laughs> we love moist. Got to, baby. Moisture. You got to. It's it's important. You need it in your life. If you, if you're not moist, you're fucking up. That's why you're single. <laughs> well, I, I'm kind of single too. So oh, but you're moist, baby. Don't worry it about it. It's dry around here. Oh, if we're being man. honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you uh, are you looking? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm telling myself that I'm not looking because that's when it comes to you. Ah, word. Mm, I'm I feel manifesting. Re- reverse manifestation. Exactly. I love it. Hell yeah. Okay. I dig it. I dig it. Is uh, are you usually like? You know, have you been have you been booed up for a while before, or what's going on? Um, you no, know, this year is going terrible for me in relationships. It's not working out. Ah, uh, yeah. That's hey, you know, it's it's the way it goes sometimes. Yeah, I thought I was going to end up with Corona, but I ended up with syphilis instead. So. Hey, you know what? Sometimes <laughs> it's the way it goes. I'll... So it's been a great quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. And you know the thing about that, you just. Gotta hang out for a little bit and you'll be good. Take your yeah. medicine. Everything's exactly. gonna be alright. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I don't have to live with it forever. Exactly. It's just a rough <laughs> week. It's just a rough week. It has <laughs> been. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. So uh so we met 
at a at Kamiko's birthday party. Yeah, we in a bowling, bowling alley. Up. Hell yeah, it was one of the most lit bowling yeah. experiences I've ever had, bro. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a good time. That was like one of the first. I think that was the first time me and Kamiko like kicked it, like ever. Like, cause what, did you guys we, used to work together. We uh, we went to school together. Okay. And we were friends in at school, and you know I was cool with her, and um was cool with her afterwards, you know um social media you can always interact with your friends and nice. you know i would always say what up and stuff like that and um i don't remember who it was but like she i don't know if i reached out to her about something or she reached out to me but uh ever as long as me and my lady have been dating she's been she's been chiming in she's like oh y'all nice. so cute y'all she's so cute such a hopeless romantic she's awesome man <laughs> shout out kamiko major shout out kamiko but yeah man that's uh so when i met you you told me that you were a, you were a comic yo so talk to me about that. When uh, when did you start starting comedy, man? Um, I started comedy December. You know, when you have an exact date, it means something to you. Absolutely. December eighth of two thousand and eighteen. Um, I was in an acting program, and for our final, um, we had to perform at the comedy store. Dope. Yeah, and so we graduated, and then we all huddled over to um the comedy store and performed and I, i've been doing it ever since consistently that's so cool so like your your acting school you had to like put together like a like a set yeah so we had to take a comedy class and then we all had to write a six minute set oh that's dope that's yeah. dope do you use any of the jokes from that first uh six minutes crazy um not anymore um all my jokes are like political and about being gay oh okay yeah i mean i still talk about those things but it, it's very different i threw that set together really quickly i feel okay. but it worked right on fuck it hey you know that's what it is that's what it is um i that's funny you remember your date my i remember my date too it was uh october 14th nice uh 2019 nice. It was the first time i went on stage so like literally right before we met was nice. like my first time going up because when's Kamiko's birthday like november december Listen, I'm not gonna lie <laughs> on here, and that's my best friend. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I don't remember the exact. No one is getting close. <laughs> oh I think it's man, in January. Okay, that makes sense too. It could have been January. It was before the Rona. It was definitely pretty, pretty be- like before. not not much not very long before the Rona. Yeah, because I was having a great night. I had money in my pocket. I was employed. Yes. Oh yeah, that was a good night. We, you you were pretty lit. I was pretty yeah. lit myself too. Yeah, that was a good night. It was a great time. Yeah, I showed up and then uh, I got a shot with Kamiko, and then my lady came out of the bathroom and then she ordered shots and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, well, I just did one." She goes, "Well, I'm gonna do one now, so I'm not gonna do one by myself." So I was like, "Fuck, another shot." I'm hard now. I'm two shots deep. I've been there for ten minutes. Yeah. And then um, Kamiko was like, "Oh, this is my friend. He does comedy too." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" Now like and like keeping a G like I I didn't know like yeah. uh, how long you were in it. So I was like, "Oh shit, this guy like." Oh man, do do I have to be funny? And then like you were just super funny, so I was like, oh man, this guy's killing it right now. This guy's like the coolest dude ever. I wasn't funny, I was drunk. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was a good time. It was yeah, a good it was time. Fine. Yeah, it, it was cool. It was cool. That's uh, yeah, I remember. And then you were even telling me like, oh yeah, well, um, I'll tell you about these shows and this and yeah. the other. And then the Rona happened, man. And then the Rona happened. Damn. So how long has it been? Uh, how long was it uh, since you've been on stage then? I haven't been on stage since what January, February, the beginning of of March maybe. Like literally, I did a show 
I did a show and then I booked a show two weeks from that. And then that next show was what got canceled. So, yeah. So it's been a while. I mean, I tried to do one of those Zoom mics recently, but (laughs) that shit. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, I did one of those. Um, Did you enjoy it? Nah, you know, it was weird, dude. It was really weird because everyone was muted. So I didn't hear anything. And then, uh, uh, like, I guess when they would make a noise or whatever, their face would pop up on the cam- like on the right. screen. So, like, I would see that sometimes, but then other times, you know, maybe someone, you know, moved their cup, so the camera went to them, and they were just sitting there, just kind of looking, or not even looking, and I was like, yeah. oh, shit, like, how do I read this? Still but, your fucking shine. Dude, yeah, it was weird. It was <laughs> weird. Uh, shout out my boy Richie Lice. Uh, oh, I love Richie. Dude, yeah, he's the coolest. Yeah. Comedy cure, or comic cure. Hey, listen, he will hire me, because he says I'm too filthy, but it's okay. Oh, man. So, dude, he, um, <laughs> I remember I did it, I did it one of his classes. And uh, I forgot that it was a clean, like yeah. a clean comedy workshop. And uh, I think I wrote a joke about like, I wanted to kill myself because my coworkers <laughs> kept microwaving fish and how much like oriental, I, I think I said orientals in there. And he was like, okay, well, first of all, uh, you can't say that. And then uh, second of all, uh, let's try to not, uh, you know, single people out because, yeah. you know, that's not what this workshop is. And I was like, oh shit, my bad. Uh I was watching The Mandalorian, and so I had to switch it up real quick. But shout out Richie, man. Yeah, he's, he's the man. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's a really funny guy. Even though sometimes I feel like when he walks away from me in his head, he's thinking, like, he's never going to make it. Oh, <laughs> That's hilarious. But I, he, I think he's hilarious. I love when um he beatboxes. Dude, yeah. Oh, man, isn't that cool? Yeah. I Like, he gets a couple of, like, honorary black points from Oh, me. hell yeah. Yeah. He's He's dope. <laughs> That's cool. funny, man. Yeah. Yeah, Richie. He um it was actually it was uh his Zoom show nice. that I had done. Yeah. Um I think it it uh yeah, I was at work. I was still working at the office because it was that first week of the lockdown. Um so that first week before transitioning to working at home, uh I jumped into the the Zoom room and then I was just listening. And he says, Oh yeah, and then Damon, Damon's gonna go next. And I was like, huh? I was like, and I messaged him. I was like, oh, dude, I was totally just observing. Um, <laughs> I'm at work right now. And he goes, oh, well, you know, if you want to do five, like, just let me know. And I was like, fuck, maybe I will. So um, so I told him, you know, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. So, like, real quick, I put together, like, a five-minute set, nice. like, on a post-it that uh, at my desk. And um, I uh, I got up. I, I planned it. I was like, okay, I'm, I didn't use the restroom recently, so I can sneak away for a few minutes. So I went into the... I left the office and I went into like the stairwell yeah. and then I propped my phone up like on the, you know how like the railing, it kind of like spirals down. So I propped my phone right up there and then I was like super nervous because, you know, it, if it tips over, it's yeah. going straight down yeah. like six floors or it's just hitting <laughs> some concrete stairs. So I was doing that and I was really nervous and uh, maybe like I, I started my set and like maybe halfway through someone walked into the stairwell, like from the floor that I was on and I was like, oh. And, like, I just froze. I didn't even react to him. I, didn't, I wasn't like, hey, man, what's going on? Fucking, it was the dude. And then, um, yeah, I didn't even react. And he just kind of looked at me. I was like, hey, what's up, man? And he goes, what's up, dude? And uh, he kept <laughs> going. And I was like, oh, shit, that was kind of crazy. Uh, but then I jumped back into it. And, uh, yeah, it, it was fun. It was cool. It was different. But, uh, yeah, those Zoom shows, it, it's yeah. something. It's something. It, it's something for sure. Yeah. I think it shouldn't be a thing. You know, I right. think we just have to suck it up and it. we don't have a place to perform right now. And I think yeah. we should just accept it because mm-hmm. the worst part is like 
Hey guys, go ahead and unmute your mic right here. This shit is funny, and I know it is, and I just need some support. Right, exactly. Right? It's, it's not a great experience. I'm not even going to say whose Zoom mic I did, but you all know who were there. You know, that's <laughs> enough. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, you know, um, from the other ones that I've seen, excuse me, from the other ones that I've seen, um, the one I do at Richie seemed to be the smoothest, yeah. at least. Um, uh, Alex Hooper. Uh, he, uh, he did a show. He was just recently on America's Got Talent. He's been doing nice. these, uh, these shows, um, that are online and that, that have been pretty good. I, I went to one of them and then, uh, he, he's still doing them. So they must yeah. still be doing okay. But I don't know, man. Like it's, it's weird. It's weird. I can't imagine like a silent, like performing a silence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like you need the light. You need to not yeah. be able to see the other people. You know, something like yeah. that. It's a, it's, it's, it's a whole ambiance thing. It's a vibe, yeah. and the vibe's not there on the computer. You feel me? Yeah, because even in a comedy class, like you get at least fake laughs from your teacher. You right, know where exactly. the joke, where the joke is, where mm-hmm. the laugh should fit. You know, but that shit, you get nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. It's it's weird, but you know what? It is what it is. It's our new We're normal. doing what we can. Exactly, it's the new normal, man. The new normal until we uh, until we make it and then Chappelle can invite us right. over to the uh, to the farm. <laughs> right. God damn. Or, or Rogan figures out what he's doing <laughs> with his uh, with his ranch comedy club situation. No real life. I love that you know Chappelle has a farm. Oh, dude. I am. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Chappelle. Uh, Donnell Rawlings. I'm a big fan of him also. So he's fucking hilarious. That's uh, that's actually how I found out about uh Chappelle's ranch nice uh because he did, oh, i didn't uh, know he really had a ranch oh yeah he has a ranch and like an outdoor <laughs> stage and uh nice. he uh he does comedy out there and uh don now rawlings went out there and uh yeah it was uh Chappelle rawlings uh michelle wolf okay i like her um and then uh i think a couple other a couple other people but yeah they, they started doing that and then even whitney cummings she's starting to do nice. her own like she's amazing um backyard shows nice. and stuff like that so you know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe soon. Right. Maybe soon we We're can gonna in- be there soon. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Till then, uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, follow everything that we do on social media. It'll all be down there. Exactly. <laughs> but hell yeah, dude. So you, uh, so you went to an acting class, and then that's how you got into comedy. Did you want to be an actor initially, or? Um. I don't know what I was doing. I I feel like I went to comedy school, comedy school, acting school in spite of people. Okay. Oh, right, right, right. You know, I was telling you that earlier. I was working with these friends and they had me play like a a gangbanger. And I was, I was surprisingly, you look at me now and you laugh, but I was surprisingly (laughs) very believable. Hell yeah. Do you remember your lines? No, uh, I think it was, was some I was like mugging some, it was definitely aggressive. I was mugging somebody. I made this like guy give me his wallet. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It was a great time, but they didn't call me back. Damn. No more. I never saw the footage and I was just like, why won't they call me? But they're getting together and create, creating content. So right. I was offended and I went and auditioned for a bunch of schools. Only got in one, but <laughs> there we go. I've been telling everybody I got into everyone and I picked the best one. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's that's, the only that's one that accepted me. Boom. <laughs> um, hey, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story, baby. <laughs> <exactly>. You feel me? <laughs> so I um did that and they were like, hey, you guys are going to have um, a comedy class in your final term. It's going to be teach by a comedian by the name of David Connolly. He also um, taught us an improv class. So I liked him a lot. I thought he was funny. He's um, from the UK, but I swear to God, he has an Australian accent. 
<laughs> doesn't make sense. Um, but yeah, he he um, had us come to a comedy class in that final term, and I did not like it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Why not? Because for I embarrassed myself the first ah. fucking assignment. Like he wanted us to pick a comedian that we liked and then memorize one of their jokes and come in and recite it. Okay. And then so I said, "Oh, this shit is easy." I can learn a joke last minute, so I picked this joke by Mike Epps. Okay. Where he was talking about the difference between, like, a white child and a black child. And so I <laughs> I didn't even really memorize it. I memorized the parts I thought were funny. Right. And then so I smoked a shit ton of weed before class. Uh-huh. And then I went in there, got on stage. I was a blubbering idiot. I was all over the place. And then oh, I was like, man. I'm never coming to this class again. So I, like, kept ditching it. I Damn. wasn't into it. Oh, man. Bummer. Yeah. So that that was my introduction to comedy, and then the class I finally showed up to because they told me I was going to flunk out. Right. What um he was like, hey guys, so we're going to get up here. I want everybody to get up here and go ahead and you know work out your six minute sets. We want to hear your material. And I was sitting behind my homegirl, and I was like, bitch, what material? <laughs> and then she was like, we have six minutes like that we've been putting together. You haven't been oh, in class. Shit. And so I literally sat there while people were going up and wrote six minutes of jokes. And then no that was way. the first set I performed. Oh, damn. That's wild. And then I've been doing it ever since. Hell yeah. So yeah. at first you hated it. I hated it. <laughs> and then now you're into it. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Have, um, have, are, well, obviously, you know, you, you said that you have, uh, you have a shoot coming up, uh, for, for a role, but what do you think, uh, you, you like more of the comedy stuff or do you still want to do the acting? Comedy. I don't know why they called me to come act. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Okay, so right on. So, so you're yeah. in, you're in it, huh? Yeah, I want to do comedy, and I surprisingly also want to be a therapist for some reason. Hey, you know, I think they go hand in hand. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm like working on that as well, but fire, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I see myself doing more comedy. I can only handle the pressure of that, like acting. I stress myself out too much. Okay. Yeah, I feel that. That's the way it yeah. goes. See, yeah, the thought of acting is like super nerve-wracking yeah because like uh especially like you know my i see a lot of novellas and fucking soap operas and that's just one it's a different kind of acting right but two like just uh channeling that kind of energy it's it's something different man it's something different yeah i think doing like live theater is very different than acting on camera because you have to be so no like self-aware of like yourself the the intensity of your performance depending upon like what frame you're in with the camera right like if the camera is on your face when we talk to each other we don't fucking make faces and like yeah. do all this extra shit the, yeah you have to work on your listening face right yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> see but, that's so funny that's and so that funny. shit that shit is stressful to me and then also the fact that it's all these people around you trying to forget about all of that is a lot for me i bet too much for me so i don't do it i don't like it i feel you i feel you. yeah i definitely uh um even though the acting seems cool and stuff i definitely would rather be uh i think it'd be way cooler to be like a touring comic instead yeah because then also like as a comic you're not thinking about how you look how you sound you just want to make the people laugh exactly you want to speak your truth you know and it's just like as uh, acting, like you're like, oh my gosh, should I have gone and gotten my teeth whitened this week? <laughs> like, am I too fat or too skinny on camera? Like, you worry about all those things. 
Yeah. Versus I'll get up in an ugly ass outfit on stage and, and you know, that makes me feel safe. Right. <laughs> you know? I feel you. I feel you. So I don't dress up on stage though. No? It's random, but I don't. I don't know. You look pretty fly in, your, in, in the clips you post. Shit. Shit. Maybe you're just Lies. always looking fly. Lies. <laughs> I, I literally, on a lot of the clips I post, I have this like jacket that looks like a fucking comforter set. That's hilarious. Like, I, I don't look fly on stage. You don't think so? No. Sheer fly guy. I don't no, know what you think. This about. guy is lying. But when <laughs> I get some money. When you get, oh, right? Just wait till we can afford who we are, right? That's what I right. tell my girlfriend all the time. <laughs> like, oh, baby, just wait. Just wait. Like, I know, I know it's a lot of black t shirts right now, but pretty soon. Those black t-shirts are going to cost a lot of money. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 all a thing. It's all exactly. a thing. Exactly. How long have you and your girlfriend been together? Man. I was, I've been doing a lot of thinking about this lately. I was talking to my buddies about this. In November, it's going to be six years. Why is she still your girlfriend? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. You know, um... So in nice. the plant, all right, I'm going to make sure she doesn't listen to this You're episode. like, you're going to edit this part out. <laughs> uh, no, just, uh, I'll just make sure she doesn't listen to this one. Um, and I've also been working on my Spanish because I told myself that I can't ask her until I'm able to ask her parents in Spanish. Okay. Because they only speak English. Or they only speak Spanish. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, I've been working on that and getting better, getting better. So I'm I'm pretty, uh, I'm, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. So pretty nice. soon, pretty soon I'll, I'll pop the question. Nice. It's definitely in the plans. Cause yeah, I, like I said, I was thinking about it recently and I was like, Oh shit, six years. It's kind of a long time. Nice. That's kind of a long time. But you know, we got together when we were 19 and you know, we grew up kind of separate, but together, like we kind right. of figured each other out and figured ourselves out. And it was all just, you know, figuring each other out and learning. And yeah, in the end, you know, I love her so. I'm excited for you. Oh, you know, me thank you, man. Me too. I she she's the coolest. She's my best friend. Yeah. She and is really sweet. Yeah, she's super cool. Yeah. And you know what? She's the funniest person I know. Like she makes me laugh so much, which I think is which is super important to me. Yeah. Because I like laughing. You know, I was a I was an angry sad kid growing up. So now Same. I now I always want to just be laughing and having a good yeah. time. And <laughs> she uh she she matches my energy, man. Nice. She matches my energy and she's uh she's definitely uh taught me how to how to grow and be be my own person. Okay. Yeah. So major shout out, baby girl. Major <laughs> shout out. Even though we're going to edit all this out. Yeah. Exactly. Because exactly. you shouldn't know certain things. <sighs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm not sure how how I can make it cohesive in the in the editing, but uh. If or maybe I, she won't listen to it. Maybe I I probably should edit them out though. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It it needs to feel like a surprise. Yeah. It's a it's in the works. Yeah, because what if you don't do it on that day? After right, you've exactly. Announced it. Yeah, then then we're running into issues. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. a good call. That's like, good what call. if you just wanted to take her to like? Well, I don't think Disneyland is open. But say if it was, <laughs> what if you just wanted to take her to Disneyland and you know it was a shitty hot day out there and you just like I want to go home. And yeah, and let, let's not do it today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> plus, at Disneyland, there's a lot of high expectations for a disneyland proposal yeah um my uh actually my dad's buddy uh his kid is like a professional dancer yeah. and like i think he did background shit for like missy elliott and nice. like a bunch of music videos and stuff so when uh when he proposed to his lady uh there was like some street performers but it ended up being like a flash mob and it was like his dance studio and they were like doing a song to bruno mars uh <laughs> uh I think I want to marry you. That song? <laughs> yeah. So it was like a flash mob. And then so they stopped and they were watching the dancers. 
And then he jumped into the mob. And then she, the girlfriend started freaking out. She's like, oh my god, is this it? And then he's proposed. So now I think Disneyland is off of my list. Only because I know that guy. And he's at yeah. the bar way too high. That's too high. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think anytime you have to start hiring people or, like, <laughs> organizing people for your proposal, it's yeah. just too much. Yeah, exactly. Like, I like her, but yeah. I don't like her that much. Yeah, you're not gonna <laughs> get a you're not going to get a flash mob or fireworks. Right. Or right. I'm not even going to fucking pay for Mickey to come out. Exactly. I'll probably be stoned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you might get a, a proposal when we're like buying a churro or some mm-hmm. shit you know exactly. i think that's romantic the fact that i'm asking is romantic absolutely you know absolutely it's what we do before and after exactly it's what we do before and after and after <laughs> you know mom's getting a stabbing yeah <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so aggressive <laughs> no i'm a gentle lover <laughs> no no stabbing in my house no stabbing but yeah man major shout out baby girl major shout out would you like a little joint skis? Yeah, I'm not against it. Hell yeah, this is yours. Hey. So you can spark that boy up whenever you want. Oh, here. We go. That is yours. And then this is the ashtray. So you can Thank you, thank you. It's, smack it's that boy rare up. when somebody invites me over and is like, hey, I have drugs here for hey. free. Hey, there we go. You know what? That's what it is. We're we're hanging <laughs> out. It's, it's Monday Studios, baby. We're getting high. We're being good. We're fucking chilling. We're getting a little lit. We'll probably refill the beers right now. I'll get you another one. No worries. Yeah, we're having a good time, baby. We're having yeah, a good time. That's what this I'm is. Having a great time. Hell yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. Cause you know, I've only. Do- I mean, this will be episode twelve, but you nice. know, I've only done a handful of them with people, and I think you're like maybe the third person to be in here. Nice. So all of this is pretty new. I haven't set it up the same way twice. Like I'm still kind of trying to figure it out. So I'm. I'm glad you're having a good time. Yeah, it's working together. You have a nice setup going on. I, it's professional. Thank you, thank you. You know, when you first invited me, you know, to your house, even though I know most podcasts are established in people's homes, you know, being in an entertainment scene, you hope you're not, like, being invited to the casting couch. Right, exactly. I mean, exactly. <laughs> but if you could further my career, then... Hey, we'll work it out. We'll work <laughs> it out. I'm not necessarily against it. <laughs> That's funny, man. But, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was, uh... You know, it's definitely... Because it, it is weird. Like, hey, you know, you want to come to my house? Yeah. My grandma's here. Uh, <laughs> fucking, but, but we'll be cool. We'll, we'll do drugs in the room and fucking drink. Right. But, nah, shout out grandma. She's cool. She likes to drink. She likes to party, too, so. Right. Was she, that her in the knows, living room? Yeah. Oh, it's, listen, Grandma looks good, okay? <laughs> grandma looks like she's in her 20s. Hey, there we major shout out, Grandma, bro. <laughs> yeah, Grandma's killing it. Fucking, that's what happens when uh, you just do your shit. She did her shit, and she fucking... That's what happens when you don't do drugs, kids. Hey, you know, that's exactly, exactly. She drinks beer. That's about it. (laughs) She's just old old school Mexican. She'll drink beer and tequila. That's about it. And And there's water in all of those things. Absolutely. So it's going to work out. You (laughs) feel me? That's what it is. Hell yeah. Let me just get a little tuck and roll onto this guy real quick. So now that I got these out, you know, I got this sign. All good stories start with, uh, with passing a raw. So, uh, do you think you can tell me your, uh, your favorite, like a crazy story of a, a night in comedy? Crazy story. Or if you got any, you got any fun stories in comedy? You know, did you accidentally end up doing drugs with somebody? Did you end up, you know? But if I say that, I can't say who. Oh, yeah, no, of course not. You can do whatever you want. Okay. Um, well, I have one night of comedy specifically where I, um, 
I was at the store. I'll set a location. I had a setting for com- there we context. Go. I was at a, at the store, and you know, like on the patio, sometimes it gets a little interesting amongst comedians. <laughs> and I uh, was performing in the original room, and there was two comedians, you know, that have household names that were very high off their ass, and. <laughs> Offered, you know, that I partake in their, you know. Were they on the slopes? The ski slopes? Was there some snow involved? There's a lot of snow involved. I understand. It was a cold evening. Yes. (laughs) So I put on my parka. and and (laughs) And I went out to the patio with these comedians. And I, um... We went back inside of the original room, and the promoters just threw them up like it was nothing. And they were professionals. And I I don't know if you've ever seen that movie Holiday Heart with Alfred Woodard and Ving Rhimes, oh, man, where he I plays a cross-dresser. I haven't. But Alfred Woodard was like a crackhead in the movie, and I was definitely giving that. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So I bombed. I've oh, never no. admitted this to anybody. When people ask me, like, have you ever bombed before? Never. <laughs> but that night I bombed and these two comedians after the fact were just kind of like hey kid don't do drugs like this is not for you and I'm like why wouldn't you give me that don't do drugs speech before inviting me to do drugs right exactly so it was probably my worst um, show oh, man. that I've ever had it was dry nobody laughed I think people were concerned for me a little bit oh no yeah <laughs> And That's hilarious. The DJ played me off. I I didn't. Even, I had like a whole six minutes, um. But oh, they man. played me off at like three. No way. Yeah. So that Damn, was probably so my worst crazy. night. But I mean, it got fun. I left from there. I ended up at the Standard downtown LA. Oh, you there know? you go. The Standard is so cool. Yeah, I ended yeah. up there with all these people, just getting lit. You know what I'm saying? We did some more skiing. Love it. Yeah, it was a great time, but overall, I embarrassed myself. Ah. And I threw up at the standard, but it, it was a good night. Hey, sounds like a good night to me. <laughs> on paper, it worked. On paper, it might not be that cool, but in the right. end, it worked out, baby. You feel yeah, me? They all had a good time. Yeah, know? that's all that matters. Hell yeah, I, I want to hear those names after this. Yeah, I'll tell you. Hell yeah, dude. That's cool, <laughs> man. That's cool. You uh, you think I can see that lighter real quick? Yeah. Hell yeah, I'm gonna get this. You're gonna be going. like, wow, this person skis. Oh, yeah? That's lit. I'm excited now. Do they? Oh, do they? Love to hear it. Yeah. You see how I also avoided um, putting gender in there? There you go. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, yeah. What are are their pronouns? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I'll be honest. I'm pretty stoked to have you because you're a comic. Um, Don't tell anybody. (laughs) I I love comedy. So, I I was wondering, uh, who's your favorite comic? Or who do you uh, who did you watch a lot, you know, before you started? Like, did you watch comedy before you got into it? Yeah, I've always, you know, the crazy thing is, I never knew I wanted to do comedy, but I've always connected more to comedians. Like, like if I saw a comedian in an acting role, I would follow them up, research them, you know, right. and see them actually perform sets. Um, I would say somebody that I fell in love with as a kid, which is crazy, and I know every black comedian says this. But was Richard Pryor first for me. Okay. And I fell in love with him. He's made a compilation of movies with Gene Wilder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've always the original Willy Wonka. Uh So I was always in love with him from those movies. Okay, And then like Silver Streak. 
Right um, on. He had a couple. And then I know one of my favorite movies of his, which is controversial, is The Toy. Okay, um, I've heard about that. Yeah, I love I that movie. And so because of that, I became intrigued with his stand-up. And um, yeah, he's everything I aspire to be. But aside from him and like Red Fox and then Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, um, I would say I'm heavily influenced by like some more Monique, um, Melanie Camacho. uh, Lunel is like at the top of my list. Word. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm still trying to perform with her. Love it. Hell Yeah. yeah, man. That's cool. I'm yeah. getting closer to her. You right know. on. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm almost. You know, I know people that know her. Okay. So I'm getting. I'm getting closer. You're on your way. Hell I'm on yeah, my dude. Way. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Monique is hilarious. I love her. She's great. Yeah. People sleep on her. I think. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. She just put a. Um, it wasn't her special, but it was kind of like she did a yeah, Tiffany Haddish like, thing on HBO like not that long ago. Yeah, it was she like put a bunch Monique of and on. Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's super dope. Major shout out. You yeah, giving giving all these her friends a platform. That's dope yeah. as fuck. Shout out for Tiffany Haddish too, and they ready um, Netflix special that's Emmy nominated. Shout out Dude, to yeah. my good Judy Flame Monroe who was episode two on the They Ready special. Mm-hmm. So you guys watch that. You know, I uh, I only saw. Uh, what's her name? Uh, the the Puerto Rican lady. Oh, Ada Rodriguez. Ada, yeah, yeah. I had only seen hers um, because she was on Joey Diaz's podcast. Mm. Um, so I was like, oh shit, she she's a bad she's a bad yeah. lady. Like I gotta I gotta hear what she has to say. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of sleeping on the rest of uh, They Ready, and then the yeah. other day, uh, when uh, or I don't think I think they got nominated a while ago, but the other day Netflix is a joke posted about uh, Flame Monroe. Yeah. Uh, clips from her special, and I was dying. Yeah. Um, Flame so Monroe I had to watch that amazing. last night. Yeah. Oh, man. It was great. I was yeah. cracking up. Flame Monroe has given me, like, some of the greatest advice. Um, last year, he, she, we, that's, that's his, her, their gender pronouns. <laughs> um, but they gave me some of the greatest advice. He headlined a comedy competition that I competed in uh, okay. last year. And, um, he basically told me, I said, how do you like get past your nerves or how do you get past the fact of performing when you feel like you didn't do your best? Even if you got laughs, like I feel like every artist kind of can relate to this. Like even if you've gotten your laughs or you've gotten that validation from people telling you you were great or you were good, but you still kind of feel like it could have been more, it could have been right. better. And he was like, just remember that you do this for you. Yeah. Everything you're saying is because you feel a necessity to say it, and it's just coming from you. So if you if nobody laughs, you said what the fuck was on your chest. Word. Yeah. So I carry that. Like this is for me. If these white people don't laugh, these are not the first white people to just stare at me and judge yeah. me. You Hell know. Yeah. So it's not. They're not going to be the last, and I'll be okay. You know. Right on. Hell yeah, dude. That's super cool. Yeah, it was great advice. That's super cool. Such a coincidence. Yeah. That, uh, I, I just saw her. I just saw the special last night. Right. And dude, oh, one of the funniest specials that I like. You know, there's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of content. There's a lot of stand up on Netflix right it's now. A lot. And um, I've watched most of it for you know, but that one, oh, I was yeah. cracking up. I really, I'm gushing over. It's a comedian on Netflix that recently had a special come out. It's I believe her name is like Sam Joe. Okay. I think I could be butchering her name. Uh-huh. But she's a black comedian. 
Lesbian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. dude, I just seen. Uh, yeah, hers was really good too. Oh, so funny. Hers was funny. Uh, she, um, she's like, uh, she said something like, even though you know I'm a dyke, like if you want to pick up my girl's bag. Bitch, be a gentleman. Yeah. Get my back too, <laughs> motherfucker. Was I was like, like, oh my god. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, She's... she was talking about flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh man, that was that was hilarious. I saw that yeah. one with my lady. You know, another shout out to my lady. I like that she she'll watch comedy with me, even though she's not super into it. Like she she likes it, and like some stuff she she'll laugh at. But um, does she laugh at your jokes? She will. She does laugh at my jokes. Okay, yeah, that's important. Yeah, she does Even laugh at me. Even if it's fake, it's yeah. important. Oh yeah, absolutely. She she definitely does. She's a, she's my number one fan for sure. Nice. She's actually she's a huge support of the podcast, the comedy, you know, all that. So she she's dope. I think that's why she'll nice. she'll sit through and she'll watch a special with me. She watched uh, Tom Segura's Ball Hog with me, okay. and was not having a good time. <laughs> not having a good time, man. But but you know what? She, she muscled through. Actually, can you slide that uh, that ashtray over yeah, just a smidge? Right on. Oh. Hell yeah, this is a little bit of a major shout out Monday Essential, the only monetary uh, sponsor of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> if you're in the 626 area, um, send me a DM and I might I might have a way to get you in contact with Monday Essential. I don't know. I don't know, but you got to follow me on Instagram first. It's That's a great what it business. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, we're doing what we can, baby. It's COVID. <laughs> let me get you right. I mean, let uh, let Monday get you right. <laughs> exactly. Hell yeah. Actually, can I see that lighter again? Yeah. I let this boy out. That's super dope. That's super dope. I, um, you know, as a thousand, you know, all the other comics, I'm sure, uh, George Carlin mm. is a huge inspiration for me. Legend. Actually, uh, the first comedy special i ever watched was george carlin at carnegie hall nice. and i think i was in like third or fourth grade and i didn't know it then but since then i've been like kind of obsessed with like you know comedy i've always watched comedy after after i'd seen that and whenever you know like i'd be on youtube and i'd see it was just one guy on stage i'd click on it you know i didn't know if he was a dancer or a singer i was yeah. just hoping that it would be stand-up comedy and then um like i would even like recite jokes at yeah. school like nice. i did um like his sports bit um, I would do that to my friends, and they had no idea what I was talking about. They're like, "Why are you so mad at the cross country?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, running is not a sport." And then I, I would go through his whole bit and stuff. And but yeah, George George uh, George Carlin was a I love that guy. He's a legend. Yeah, he's great. And then him, um, Richard Pryor. That's how yeah. I find out about you know Richard Pryor when I started getting into you know older stuff because it was my uncle and my grandpa that told me about George Carlin. And uh, my grandpa was like, "Oh man, you gotta." You got to listen to these albums, this, that, and the other. Yeah. And I was like, what? There's albums? Like, you can get a like a CD with comedy on it? And then, yeah, man. It's, uh, comedy yeah. is, like, one of my favorite things in the world. Yeah. I love, like, um, a little fun fact about George Carlin. Like, the fact that he was a clean comedian that started saying, like, fuck it, I need to say this. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to offend everybody and be ticketed and get in trouble. Yeah. You oh, know? my God. It's so crazy that yeah. they would get arrested. Yeah. And, like, ticketed and stuff for their jokes. Yeah. That's and I so think that insane. that's cool that he he was that one of those first comedians that was just like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, I need to say this. I'm a cuss on stage. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I, I he's the legend. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. The uh, When he was on the Ed Sullivan show, I think the first two times he did the Ed Sullivan show, he was he was wearing a suit. Yeah, and his hair was all done up, all greased and stuff. And then, um, yeah, that's one thing about uh, daytime TV that I've noticed. They yeah, they do a lot of like ads for like old like 
DVD collection stuff. So I, I saw one for George Carlin. Nice. And it was like, they show some of his old Ed, Sul- Ed Sullivan stuff. I was like, oh man, that's crazy. He's a, He doesn't have a beard? Like, this is a clean cut guy. He was a completely yeah. different comic. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's he's awesome. His uh, his modern man speech. I used to, I used to know all of it. I nice. I actually recited that uh, um, in my English class. Nice. In like eleventh grade, yeah. <laughs> it, it was a good time, it, dude. Yeah, George Carlin's fucking hilarious. R.I.P. R.I.P. The legend. Right. Also, we got to shout out Bernie Mac too. That's oh, major shout out the Burnmeister man, know. dude. Yeah, his I loved the Bernie Mac show. Oh God, Bernie Mac can teach people something about stage presence Mm -hmm. like taking owning the stage owning the space yeah oh owning it dude which uh which uh which one was it i think it was a um def jam all-star comedy Mm -hmm. he he comes out and uh from like the story that that i've heard that like the the first show like the crowd was kind of whack and he comes out and you know it it was a tough crowd and he comes out and he goes, I ain't scared, scared of you, you motherfuckers. motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. And he, he just set the tone. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, and then so I heard the story and I went back and I watched it. And I had butterfly, I had like goosebumps. And I was yeah. like, man, this guy's this guy's here to do business. He's, yeah. he's got some shit going on in his mind. He needs to get these jokes yeah. out. Yeah. Dude, hell yeah. Legend. Oh, absolutely. Bernie. Actually, uh, the, so um, the, uh, the boy uh, on the Bernie Mac show, I don't remember his name. The guy with the glasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. actually went to my uh, he went to Hamilton nice. Elementary School. Yeah, that funny looking motherfucker. Dude, I wonder whatever happened. To yeah, him. he's a Pasadena kid, man. <laughs> Fucking shout out Pasadena. Shout out the six two six. There's a lot of talent out here, man. It's crazy. It is. It's a lot of talent emerging. Definitely, dude. It's so wild. You know, like growing up here. You know, I never you know realized it. And then uh, you know after high school, you know you check in with some people and you know. There's all kinds of stuff going on, and like yeah. Pasadena has a really cool scene. Yeah, it does for like, sure. All kinds of rappers going on out here, you know, singers, fucking comics. The 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 Ice House, one of the oldest comedy clubs. Yeah, like running right now. I think it's it's not like the the club itself, but like the building itself is like the yeah. oldest comedy club, and that's it's fucking wild, man. Yeah, fucking wild to be out here in Pasadena. Yeah, I still want to perform in the main room there. Yeah. Oh, at the That's ice the house. Dream. Yeah. The ice house, man. Oh man, I uh, I saw George Lopez there working out nice. his uh, his Netflix special. That was a good time. It was cool to. Isn't that so cool to to watch them come work out their material on a mic and then you see it? Oh, dude, so crazy. Yeah. And then even Arsenio Hall, his Netflix special. I mean, I don't know uh, if uh, I don't know how well it did because I didn't hear anything about him. <laughs> after. I haven't heard anything about him since it came out, but he's uh. A lot of the the jokes that he was doing, I've seen. I've been to the Ice House a handful of times, and uh, I think most of those times, Arsenio Hall does like a drop in because he's just. I, I guess he lives around here. Yeah. And uh, he did the same jokes every time I saw him at the Ice House, but they were on his special. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, that's crazy! Like you just see it all manifest, and it's it's so dope. Yeah. It's so dope. <laughs> Fuck. Or like even uh, some comedians on like podcasts, you hear them say something, and then it ends up being a. Uh, Ends up being a bit that you hear them do on yeah. stage. Yeah, I think that's the best material. Like something conversational. Mm-hmm. You know, you just talking and you go and work it out or structure it. You know, in a way that will work for the stage or get a laugh. I, yeah, I think that's the best material. Like, I don't know me personally sitting there trying to write. That's a whole nother conversation. But, oh yeah. But like, that's a struggle. Okay, I feel you. Like, how how are you with joke writing? Um. <clears throat> You know, 
when it comes to me, what's your process? I'm like, I'll write the whole thing. Like I'll write yeah. verbatims when I'm like really in it. And uh, sometimes the wave will just come and I'll be there and I'll be stuck for an hour and a half. Yeah. But then other times, you know, I'll write a note down, I'll jot it down and I won't look at it again for yeah. me for a little while. And then I'll kind of think about it or I'll go through my notes and I'll see it. And then like, I'll, like while I'm driving, if I, if something like comes up that like relates to one of my notes, I'll like try to work something out just yeah. kind of in my head. And if it's really good, I'll like, if, if I'm driving, I'll call my girlfriend and I hope she doesn't answer. <laughs> Um, so that I can leave her a voicemail, yeah. and then I'll, my voicemail will be like a voice memo. Yeah. And uh, because I mean I know it's 2020. I actually just downloaded a voice recorder. <laughs> nice. Like, cause there's the regular one that you can do on the phone, but it's yeah. fucking garbage. Like you can't fucking label it right, and it doesn't. Yeah, it's just weird. And there's no widget for it, so you can't just get to it real <laughs> quick. And it it was a thing. So I actually downloaded one that I can just record straight from like my home screen. Yeah. And uh, so. I don't, I guess I don't have to leave voicemails for her, but she's, I, I think I have like eight or nine voicemails nice. on her phone. And then, yeah, I, I do write, um, but most of the time it's like a lot of bullet points, but when I'm really feeling it, um, I'll like, and, yeah. and I get in the zone that I can write, I'll write it out like kind of what I would say. And, um, but then when I, when I take it up, it'll be like, you know, yeah. I'll try to restructure it and then I'll end up having to rewrite it because, you know. You can only ch- you can only chicken scratch out so many sentences <laughs> right. and switch out so many words, you know. Yeah. Um. I do think I will. I do wish I was a little more disciplined. Uh, with the writing, but you know, I I think over my bits all day. I mean, I'm ADD as fuck. So, um, if I'm driving and like something comes up about if I see an airplane, I do. There's a Michigan bit that's in my head. Um, that, that I've done, that I've been doing on, or that I was doing on stage. Yeah. Um, but every time I see an airplane, I run through the Michigan bit. Every time I see someone wearing a, a jersey or like a shirt, like a band yeah. shirt, I run through another bit about, you know, what people wear and stuff like that. And I'm just, yeah. const- I, I run through it a lot. So I feel a little bit better, but I think if, uh, if I wrote more, um, I think if I was, but I do think if I was better at what I mean is if I was better at writing, I would have too much. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be able to like kind of focus on the bits that I yeah. do like, and you know. And then the other times, you know, you you look at your notebook and you're like, "Cheese and chicken." <laughs> I don't know what that means. Like, <laughs> right? Like, where was I, I going? Like, what was I feeling though with the yeah. cheese and chicken? Like, that's just you know. Yeah. It's, yeah, but it's it's fun. I have a notebook. I actually this one. This is my notebook. Nice. Yeah, professional. Hey, you know what, man? It was a cool notebook, and I was like, "Hey, fucking." I'm gonna use it as a leather notebook, it. everybody. <laughs> it's uh, it actually came from my pops' job. Nice. So fucking shout out on the hookup. Yeah, it was a he, he. It's the uh, Academy of Music or American Music Dance Academy. I don't know. It's like a performing arts college. Oh, AMDA. AMDA. Yeah. Nice. He, he he used to work at AMDA. He was like nice. the director of security there. So they got all kinds of cool shit for their students. So he hooked Hell me up. Yes. He hooked me up. And, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's the, the notebook. That was actually like the first, like, cool notebook I ever yeah. had. So I was like, oh, you know, I've been wanting to do stand up. Like, maybe this will be my joke book. And then it, there it is, man. There it is. Nice. So yeah, it's, it's cool. It's cool. It's, it's, it's nice that I have a dedicated, when I see it, I always like, I'll take it and especially like if I haven't written anything in a couple of days, like I'll take it and I'll at least like go over stuff. That way, you know, you open it up and like you forgot about something. It's like, oh, and then now I'm kind of working through that, like, you know, through yeah. the day and stuff. And yeah, man, just waiting for, waiting for a show, waiting for a show. It'd I be know fun. What you mean. Maybe we, well, we might have to take a drive to San Diego. 
do a show I'm out down. there. <laughs> I want to perform so bad. Like, I'm itching to perform. Like, I, it's so bad. Like, I just want to do, like, old stuff for mm-hmm. the sake of doing it. Right. You know, like, I need 20 fucking minutes. Like, I just need, I need my moment. Yeah. Even if nobody lives for, like, 15 of those minutes, you I just, just gotta need get it. it out. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I have so much just, like, new shit that I want to do. Even though I don't think it's in a place to even get up and do right now. Yeah. But <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. You uh, want another beer? Yeah, I'll take one. Hell yeah, let's do that. How long have we been talking? We are at uh, 48 minutes. Right. It's funny and I like that that's been his ongoing reputation because he, I could see that's where cool, he's man. giving that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, major shout out, yeah. Pauly, man. That's he's super dope. He's dope as fuck. Yeah, he's a he's a legend. Not my se- crazy thing is his comedy isn't my even my sense of humor. Mine either. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I do not connect. I don't like his stand up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with like a uh, like even Rogan. Mm-hmm. I liked up until Triggered. I think that was like the last special that I liked of his. Yeah. Uh, but even like now in his podcast, I'm kind of starting to get tired of him. But like I. Uh, I liked him, but I didn't really like his newer comedy. When I started mm-hmm. getting really into the podcast, it was after Triggered. So, um, yeah, like, the comedy he's been doing since then, he's, he's yeah. a little too woke now. He's, he's a little <laughs> too aware of his thoughts. Yeah. Like, he thinks about everything way too much now for it to yeah. be like, is this really your thought or have you been mulling over it for two months because <laughs> you're not sure how to react or what to say on the podcast? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's the way it goes, though. That's wild, though. That's okay. cool. Alrighty, let's. Uh, there. Let me see. There was something that uh, I wanted to. I wanted to touch on. Don't remember exactly what it was. It definitely. I'm. I'm honestly like kind of a com- just a comedy geek, and like I think I just wanted to geek out on comedy. With hey, you. I will geek too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What's I love uh, comedy and like I love the craft of acting. Like, yeah. I okay. Love, you know yeah. the world. I'm a movie buff. Like. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, right yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, dude, I have this uh this game. I'm a huge movie buff myself. Um, it's a it's a blockbuster game. Nice. And it's like uh, uh, there's like a charade. You have to act it out, quote it, and then one word. And then like you draw a movie, and then you uh you have to act it out one word or whatever to your team, and then you have to collect like some like a movie from each like eight different genres. And it's like it's it's a cool little like yeah. movie game. Yeah, I yeah, movies are dope as fuck. What's the do do you watch so if you like comedy, do you watch comedy movies? Yeah. You like those? See? Yeah. I'm I'm surprised like people don't fuck with comedy movies. Like, do you not like laughing? People just I feel like people don't appreciate everybody's so fucking sensitive now. Mm-hmm. Like they can't even see where inappropriate things are actually funny sometimes. Yeah. You know, like I don't never sit there and be like, oh my gosh, that comedian's homophobic or transphobic. (laughs) I'm like, that man really thought that that was funny. (laughs) And he did a great job. The fact that you're, everybody's talking about it now. Yeah. He shed light on it. And now everybody wants to be educated and woke. Exactly. You know, like Chappelle. Yeah. Everyone tore Chappelle up. He's funny as shit, man. There's not an ounce of malice or hate in his heart. No, I don't think so either. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. he's just, if I'm going to make fun of the white people, the gays can get it. If I'm going to make fun of the gays, so can the Down Syndrome kids. If they're getting yeah. it, fuck the Mexican kids, too. Yeah, that's you know what, what I mean? mean. Like, even me, I've had to drop my AIDS joke. Mm-hmm. 
my HIV joke, even though I've had a friend of mine who has HIV and is also a comedian. Oh, man. Know, he told me that didn't offend him. He genuinely thought it was funny. Oh, there you go. You know what I'm saying? But I did it in a room full of gays downtown, and they were not here for it. They, they weren't happy, huh? Yeah, they were not. Oh, man. Uh, can, I, can, I, can I hear the joke? Because I also yeah. have an AIDS joke. Yeah, it was very so much. I, I, or just the premise of it. Yeah, well, what I was tell it? The, I tell this bit about like growing up, you know, kind of like poverty level, but not realizing we were poor. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much like one day I, I looked around and I realized that all the statement pieces in our house kind of came from Rena Center, and then <laughs> so I'm I'm just kind of like reminiscing on my time of having like rent a center furniture rent to own furniture for those of you guys who pretend like you don't know what rent a center is <laughs> and um matt it was the company that magic johnson had right oh okay, and then yeah. so i just make this little joke that where i'm like you know i'm still paying on that fucking sectional like sometimes i'm like fuck you magic johnson i'm in debt sometimes i wish he'd catch a cold <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's just like a slight HIV, yeah. you yeah. know, not, but it's not to me in my head. I see where it can sound. Right. But like in my head, I see it as like, I'm just upset. This is a dig at this man. My credit is bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? We had a sectional, we had a TV, we had a laptop. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That was back when we were still signing on the AOL. It was just a different time. And, you know, my mom, shout out to the black mothers who, like, you know, put things in their children's name. Right. I was just going to (laughs) say, like, you got a bad credit score. your mom put in your name, right? (laughs) You know, exactly. That's what it is. So, you know, that has me fucked up in the long run. So, it's just me making a dig at that. And, you know... Yeah, you know what we do. Yeah, the, the science Dude, the, behind what the, we do. The, the phone bill and the gas bill were under my name when I was a kid. <laughs> bro, I feel you one hundred percent. It'd be like that sometimes. Yep, I remember. Um, I remember one time I had to go pay the the gas bill for my mom, and she goes, "It's uh, it's under your name, so just tell them your name. Don't right, tell don't them worry my name. about it. Don't tell them my name. Like tell them your name." And I was like. But this doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't get any letters for this. Like how they're not gonna. And then it's like, oh yeah. It's, and then I'll say like, oh, um, for. Damon Zambrana yeah. at a apartment. Uh, the, give him my address. They're like, "Oh, okay, is that your dad?" This and I'm like, uh, "Thank you, bye." Yeah, right. And that was it. It was like, "Yeah, go in there. I gotta go put a little something on the light bill." But even if they shut it off, like it's in your name anyway. <laughs> I think that was a little Vel Crawford bit. That part. Man. Oh God, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's exactly what it was, man. That's how we grew up. I love Lavelle Crawford, by the way. Shout out to Lavelle Crawford. Oh, major shout out. You Can know. I really get some love? Right. I want to go for a ride down by the lake. Oh, come on, bro. That's one of the best. That's one of my favorite specials, I actually. I love him, yeah. I think that I might have seen that special more than any. Uh, maybe uh, Carlos Mencia's Three Amigos. Okay. Um, those will be the two specials that I've seen the most. Nice. Can a brother get some love and uh, the Three Amigos? Speaking of Carlos, I also, <laughs> I was speaking of him like they're the same person. <laughs> um, I also love Gabriel Iglesias. Iglesias. Oh, Fluffy. dude, he's great, isn't he? He's fun. He's fun. I don't care if he's, if he, if every white guy he does an impression of sounds the same or every, every chick, like people say that they get tired of his voices. I, he's fucking funny, man. I love him so much. Shout out to his management, Levity. Oh, major shout um, out. Please, you know. Let us know. Yeah. Drop a line. Yeah. 
you know the corona the corona stopped us it's it's wild man so yeah fucking uh let let us know what's going on we got our instagrams no they're really nice listed below so we know where we're going yeah the corona the corona cock blocked that's what it is our night out that's what it is man but yeah oh dude not bitter (laughs) (laughs) hashtag not bitter not even a little bit (laughs) that's funny man what uh who who, so who's like a comedian that you're watching right now like who who do you like to follow last because i know that's like a thing yeah because like i know that's a thing like a lot of comics like oh i don't like to watch comedy because then i might uh think of a joke and this and that like i love watching it man i feel like you should watch it so because nine out of ten we're all having a human experience so Mm -hmm. what we're gonna give may all kind of exist in the same world yeah it's just you in the words of bobby uh lee oliver um, you pretty much you have to find a stage presence and persona that's authentic to yourself. Like you know what I'm yeah. saying. Like you have to put the you in it. Yeah, we all know what it means to be broke or to be straight or to be gay or to be black or white or or Mexican or however. But I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's better to watch a lot of it so you know that you damn sure not saying the same thing. But if my joke works and it reminds you of somebody else's joke, well, fuck it, because mine worked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so exactly. I, I thought of it. But I don't steal, you know, I don't steal. I've never stole. Um, but I think that we get inspired when we watch each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And ultimately, it has to come from your experience. But I know what you mean. Like, a lot of comedians are like, I don't want to, I don't want to sit up there. I mean, I don't do, I don't do a lot of open mics. Okay. Regularly. Word. Like, I, I go to an open mic when I have, like, a book show. Okay. And then I want to run through try, something. Yeah, to, I'm going to try out what I'm going to do. But I'm not hitting, not hitting the open mics weekly. So if that makes me less of a comedian, so be it. Mm-hmm. You know, that, because a lot of these white boys in each, I'm about, I, can we shake the table for Let, a minute? Please, okay, yes. Can God I be controversial? It. Let's, let's fucking do it. Let's rattle, let's fucking, this let's is, shake something. Is, he got me, y'all, in here, um, drinking these Mexican beers and this dark <laughs> liquor. Yes, you know yes, baby. So I want to speak a little Spanish. Let him know. Um, so pretty much, <laughs> while I still speak English, pretty much like, I'm just, I'm, I'm tired of these white boys in town. Making me feel like I gotta be at an open mic every single night of the week to prove that I'm like funny. And I get it. Open mics are great. It's a, it's a feeding, Dana. You know what I'm saying? A feeding ground for networking, meeting people, you know, meeting bookers, getting onto other shows. Um, but I, I, I just feel different. Like I'm a hippie. I hope I don't end up on my Heath Ledger, but (laughs) you know, like, I don't do comedy to be a famous comedian. You know what I'm saying? I do comedy because I want to be funny and I want to make people laugh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to bless you in the moment when we get together. But like, I'm go. not like, I need to be here, you know? Um, and once I, I've written, you know, people ask me, I think my writing sucks. I think I'm a shit comedian, you know? Um, <laughs> Oh, you're great, man. Uh, you know, you're funny. You're the, so funny. I, that's you know, I I people ask me f- to write for them or to help them in their writing sometimes, and I do it. And I helped this comedian one time. You know, helped him out. A lot of the set that has elevated him, like it came from a collective of a few people. Right on. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, good for him. 
Yeah. You know, it it must be nice to be him. Yeah. You know, but like now he hosts a show at a at a at a venue. At a nice spot. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And you know, <laughs> I I was shopping around for to be at a venue to be in a show because like, you know, when I wanted to court this potential management situation. Okay. And what they needed from me, they wanted to see okay. me in a larger venue. So I just say, hey, you're in a large venue. You know, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. The motherfucker turned around and asked me, how many shows do I have I done this year? Wow. I said, yikes. And then he was like, well, I, I've already, I, I, I've already done a hundred. And it was the start of this year. Yeah. I've, I, I've already done a hundred shows, open mics included. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that just, I, that's just to give you an example. This is what he said. This is just to give you an example of what this grind takes. And I said, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need your sass, sir. Wow. What did that, that, that really hurt my, it, it, it deeply hurt me because it's just like, I don't find this man that funny or really that interesting, but he's, you know, very attractive. He's an attractive white man. You know what I'm saying? And that gets you far. Yeah, exactly. In life in general. Oh, shout out white pretty, baby. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, and in this town, it gets you further. So, like, I I I congratulate and celebrate like all his success, you know. But at the same time, like, I thought I hate to be like this. I thought he was gonna help a brother out. Like, what happened to fucking affirmative action? Yeah. Like, I thought he was gonna throw me a bone. Like, I'm trying to get on. (laughs) What happened to affirmative action? (laughs) Like, I don't. I just don't feel like it's necessary. I live a real life, and I don't believe in being a struggling artist. So if this makes me less than, I don't believe that. I'm going to go get my coin. I feel you. And then when I'm inspired, I'll create and give. Dude, you know what? I I resonate <laughs> with that so much. Kind of like as you were speaking, like everything you said, I resonate with that a lot because I kind of give myself a lot of shit because I'm like, you know, I didn't do open mics. I didn't really do as – to be completely honest, I've been on stage – Six times since October, from October of last year to March of this year. I had been on stage six times. Two of them, three of them were open mics. The other three times were at my, uh, the show that I work at. Yeah. And it's a, it's a good show. We've had Reggie Watts, you know, Abdullah is the host. You know, we get, uh, the uh, writers of SNL and like it's, it's, it's a good show and like it's a booked show. So I've done those and, I kind of don't really see. I feel shitty saying. I even feel shitty saying it out loud. Like I, I don't feel that like desire to want to go to the open mics, because, like, not that, not that I, you know, I know I'm funny. That's that's the first part. Right. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be trying to do this if I didn't know I was funny. But you know, like, I don't want. I, I know I'm funny, so I can work that out by myself. Exactly. You know, I can work it out to my grandma, my sister. <laughs> exactly. If uh, real people, when I'm with my friends. I make shit up all the time. Like they, they, they don't know what to believe with me. They've told me so many times. Like, dude, I don't know what's real with you. Like, I don't know if you're telling a joke or if you're real. Because I just goof on them all the time, and I, a lot of what I tell them is like, I'll run through bits and you know stuff like that, or stuff just conversations with them turns into bits. So, you know, I feel like I, I practice it enough where you know, even though I don't hit the open mics, you know, h- hardly ever. There's and the the three open mics that I went to it was all the, the it was the same one. And it was only once a month. And uh, I just liked that, that that group of people that was there. It was the very first open mic that I had gone to. So I just felt I felt like this sense of comfort. You know what I mean? 
And, you know, I, I think to myself sometimes, like, can I even say that I'm a comedian or that, that I'm a comic? Because <laughs> I, I, I don't do that, you know? But I work on it every single day. Every single day I'm thinking of a bit, you know? I think, I think that's what ultimately matters. When you book a show, you're going to still feel that same level of pressure. Like, I have to be funny and I have to deliver. And then you deliver. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's ultimately a matter of what you give when you're booked. You know what I'm saying? What you come and put on the table. That's right. what matters and the quality in which you do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because these white boys, they be at the open mics every day of the week because they're living off of a trust fund and don't have to go to work. Or they're comfortable sleeping out of their car and doing drugs in that party lifestyle. I'm black. I can't afford to pull on the side of a street and sleep in my car. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like I just, they have it easy. They can show up dressed like they just came from yoga. And you know what I'm saying? Versus if you notice the comedians of color, they dress up, they be swaggy. You know, back in the day, they was wearing suits. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a different thing. I think it's what you give when you show up, when you get that call. Because it's your bookings that you're ultimately going to ride on. Yeah. You know? And I think them real shows matter. And don't get me wrong. You go to open mics and you'll book hella shows because you're at the open mic. You've met a booker. Right. You know what I'm saying? You met a promoter. You know, it works out. But at the same time, I don't like being there. It's just a bunch of comedians with their notebooks half the time in a room. And it's just like, in truth, we don't sit there and just laugh hysterically at each other. Yeah. We don't because we're sitting there. Unless we're watching people that we idolize, you know, we snicker at each other and just. Exactly. You know, because we're processing it and taking us in. We feel inspired because we're peers. So we feel inspired by each other. That's making us think about our own material and. You know, you're processing things. So open mics to me are dead. I'm going to go out there just to hang out with a bunch of people that hopefully they laugh where the laugh fits in my joke. And hopefully they give me feedback. But I don't want your fucking unsolicited feedback either. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so like, I just I'm don't cool do with it. The, the, the hard exhale right. of the nose. You know what I mean? Because like that, that open mic that I went to, exactly what you said, like just the confirmation, like, you know. You're not cracking up, but like you'll laugh. You'll right. just get a chuckle. And like if if they can see some funny, because I, I kind of think like, oh, I see the funny in this. That's how I came up with this bit. So if they could at least see the funny in what I'm saying, I'm on the right track. Right. And so given that I've only been on stage six times, you know, how you were saying earlier, like, you know, I've, you, you, you always say that like you've never bombed. I feel like I have, you know, if you want to call, I don't know if I'd call that a bomb because I wouldn't call it. I've definitely have never killed for a fact. I know that. I've know that I've sustained laughs. And when I've done the shows, like I got the oh my god, when I for the first time that a yeah. joke hit, that was in, that was insane. That was like a drug I've never taken before. It's bro. a high. It's it a, was insane. It's a high. Like guys, rewind some of this show because when he says that I've never bombed, I mean, you know, I was just joking. I <laughs> I have bombed several fucking times, you know, and. Almost have been on my Keith Ledger. Oh you man, know, it, it it is the shittiest feeling and experience because it feels like, wow, it's not. The, it might not be that I'm not funny or not. Maybe they just don't like me. Right, <laughs> like it, right. It's something that you. It's a feeling that people don't understand unless you do it. It's something that you internalize and take personally because you're putting yourself out there. Yeah, and but I I think. A gradual laugh, I, I think 
my um comedy mentor, his name is David Connolly, okay? He's now the president, I'm proud of him. He's now <laughs> the president of Theater of Arts Hollywood and um which is an acting conservatory. Um he put me on low key and it's still for some reason helping me. But he his whole method is like you want to get a laugh every 20 seconds. You know right. what I'm saying? So you you want to keep them along with you. So as long as they're rocking with you, you know, when you're done and you say, my name is, thank you so much. Like, you know, they're going to, you're going to get your claps and yeah. they're going to appreciate you and they're yeah. going to want to shake your hand. That's what matters most versus, versus, you know, I feel like it comes like, you know, it comes eventually where you have those really big moments when like people just, you were it for the night. Those yeah. moments come. And then there's moments where you're, nobody wants you. Like, I think every comedian is going to, even the successful, the successful, they're going to always say, I've never bombed, you know, but everybody has because no audience member is going to be the same. It depends on where you are, which venue you're at, if they're drinking, you know, how they're feeling, what day of the week is it? Like, all those things are going to have a toll. Um, if you perform in a space that's not specified for comedy, if you perform mm-hmm. in a restaurant, it's going to be a harder show than exactly. if you're in a comedy club. Exactly. You know? Like, cause I've done those restaurant shows. Like, I, I hosted a show at Pink Taco that didn't. Oh, man. It didn't see the light of day. It could have. It had hope. <laughs> um, but I shouldn't have been hosting. Oh, man. I needed more classes with Richie Lee's. Ah, uh, that's what it is. Uh, you know what? That's, that's what it takes. That's what it takes I needed sometimes. more Major classes. I took one class with him. I had I knew I was about to just get this gig. Well, I was about to, you know, formulate, yeah. create this gig. And I just said, let me go take a hosting class with him. And I said, I got this, but I should have took another. Uh, that's the way it goes, man. Yeah. That's but the way it goes. That was a different crowd of people. It was different than being at a, at the Ice House. Like, right. then people are there to eat. And then you just attack them yeah. with comedy. Yeah. It's like they, they're here to, yeah, exactly. And I open up with anal sex sometimes. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) I do. So, uh, you know, you're just eating and then I'm going to talk about growing up poor. I might talk about rats and roaches. Oh, man. Nobody wants to hear the shit when they're eating. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No one wants to hear a dick joke with a slice of pizza in their mouth. Right. I mean, I do. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm on the same page with you. I'm on the same page with you. But not everyone is as fun as us. Exactly. Not everyone can make as much fun of a time. But yeah, man, what you said about the crowd, that makes so much, that, that that's everything because, you know, another thing, like a thing that I'm self-conscious about with, you know, being a comic is because I've only done my show. My show is like for stoners. It's <laughs> called The Shit Show because it's smoke, herb, it's trendy. Or it was The Shit Show, now it's uh, Cut and Dry Comedy, major shout out, Josh and Abdullah. But it's a stoner crowd. I'm a stoner dude. I got a stoner voice. I fucking laugh at myself. So because of the only shows that I've done were that were mm-hmm. those three open mics with, you know, that small group of comedians that, you know, helped me or kind of, you know, when I went to just observe, they were they encouraged me to fuck it, dude. There's no one else here. Just do it. Just do it. So, you know, because I've been with them and because I've done just done that, I've also I'm also kind of self-conscious like, man, you know, I need to do other shows because I was going to do one of Richie's sh- uh, one of Richie's shows at um, a spot in Glendale. That had just opened and he had just started doing shows there. So I was excited. Nice. And I was like, this is going to be my first like real show. You know what I mean? Like my first show outside of, you know, I'm not leaning on these fucking, oh man, I'm really high. And then everyone, ha ha, me too, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, you know, there, 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 there wasn't going to be anything for me to fall back on. 
you know, and then, and then the Rona hit and then the Rona. So now I'm like kind of stuck in, in this, uh, I feel like I'm more of a podcaster because I actually do that as opposed to being a comic sometimes. I don't know. Maybe that's just insecurities. I'm also a little lit. <laughs> that's okay. I'm definitely a little that's what lit. It is. settling in now. Yeah. Oh yeah. That when, uh, when I refilled the whiskey, I was like, oh, I, uh, I poured a lot the first time. I guess we're, I guess we're going in this. It's necessary. This is the most exposure to shooting the shit that I've had since we've been in quarantine. I I try to erase that Zoom open mic from my mind. I feel you. You know, like it was such a terrible experience <laughs> for me. Speaking about another time I bombed, but I just <laughs> oh, no kidding. <laughs> you know. But everybody's bombing in those. I mean, unless you're really good, unless you're, I'm sure like Whitney Cummings is doing fucking awesome right now. Oh man! Like she's used to seeing her name in lights. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> like uh, a bumming. I feel like I don't know. That's the big thing that we're talking about. I'm getting off here. <laughs> you, you have to roll me back in. I'm crazy like Jennifer That's Lewis. <laughs> it's all good, baby. We're here. <laughs> we're here. I'll go right along with you. you I'll know. forget too. I'll- you have to reel me back in. That's like, funny. I'll tell a story like her, like randomly in the middle of a conversation about that one time I was in Africa. <laughs> I've never been to Africa, by the way. I'm talking about her, guys. Keep the fuck up. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but no, it, it's hard. It's interesting being a comedian. I won't say it's hard. It's the greatest fucking struggle ever. Hell yeah, man. That's so dope. Because it's no matter how good a person thinks they are like you never know what it's going to be when you get in that room don't get me wrong you have bits that you know are going to work right bits that you know are going to work any crowd every crowd but and then there are those times when you're like fuck well goddamn i haven't been doing open mic so i'm getting ready to try something new tonight right you know and that might not work and so that might fuck up my whole flow Mm, I feel you. You know, so now I have to save myself. But it is the saving of one's ass, I think, that ultimately proves if you're a comedian or not. It's, it's how you turn it out, yeah. no matter where you are. In the moment, when it's not working, if they laugh at you at least before you get the fuck out the way, you're you're okay. You will live to see another day. To fight another day, young grasshopper. Exactly. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Preach. Let him know, man. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely... It's, it's it's an interesting interesting or uh, what did you say the the a, a great struggle it's yeah, an interesting it's the struggle struggle the greatest struggle yeah man because i mean how else are you going to do it aside from going up there and just putting yourself completely out there and hoping somebody laughs exactly and i always compare it to like a fun fact about me is i'm a pk i'm a preacher's kid and so um i i've done a lot of like speaking as like a young person like you know my dad would be like okay it's youth sunday so you have to speak today and deliver a sermon or some shit so i've i've always known how to publicly speak and i just know when it comes to doing comedy like i have the judge to like i can deliver in a room full of people however you know trying to tell a joke is different than, you know, telling people that they need to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Like, right. they're two different things, but you can look stupid doing both. And it's just like, I take that with me, like, when I'm on stage. Like, I can imagine how, like, crazy I looked. Like, you know what I'm saying? Telling people to accept Jesus Christ as their Savior or, you know, you're damned to hell. And then I'm 
I'm I'm hovering over them, huffing and puffing, and what we call speaking in tongues. But to an average person, I look like I'm trying to speak bad Chinese. Like, right? <laughs> you know, just that, like, just look crazy. I and that's what it's about. Like Will Smith, he says, like, a good actor is an actor that isn't afraid of you know making a fool out of himself. And that's paraphrase. It's not his exact words, but <laughs> but he said I, like I live by so, paraphrase. <laughs> you're supposed to make a fool out of yourself. Be okay with making a fool out of yourself and embarrassing yourself and that's doing stand-up like you put yourself on a chopping block it's so harsh like like you will tell a joke and they really won't laugh yeah they won't smile they'll they'll look at each other because it's that bad oh man (laughs) you know like what the fuck yeah oh dude (laughs) i remember so yeah you're talking about putting your dude i uh the way i told myself i'm gonna get get over the uh self-conscious the kind of being scared to make a fool out of myself so i told a a story about how i because maybe a month or two before the show i had accidentally uh ejaculated into my eye <laughs> on accident so i thought i'm gonna fucking tell this on stage party and uh when i told that joke after that like because i told everyone like you know i'm accidentally nutting my eye bro like and they all la- and then they laughed at it and it was fun and then after that it was kind of like uh like a post mushroom feeling nice. where like this clarity of like, you know what? Like people are going to fucking think of you a certain way. But if I could tell a room full of people that I accidentally busted in my eye, like, man, you can do anything. ain't nothing to worry about. You feel me? <laughs> like you can just roll with it. Just, just, just be happy. Just be, just have a good time. Literally. You can do any fucking thing. Yeah. Cause yeah. that, that, that night changed, changed my whole outlook. Cause you know, I got a lot of self-confidence issues, stuff like that. But I Same. mean, you know, that's, that's the way it goes sometimes. And, but doing that, like doing comedy and like telling people, you know, making people laugh with, having people laugh with me about accidentally blowing a load and hitting my, and yeah. going blind for a minute, you know, and still being hard afterwards. You know what I mean? Like I, it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. But yeah, you know, it's a comedy is my, I think the best drug I've ever done, the best high I've ever had. You know, coming off off stage, yeah, and just you're on. You know what I mean? Like it's an on that I've never experienced before. Yeah, it it is like doing a lot of cocaine and having an orgasm and a spiritual awakening all at once. Oh man, all within yeah. however long you were talking, you were up there, man. Yeah, like you died and came back to life. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's the coolest thing. <laughs> yeah, it, it's an amazing. Um, experience just i mean just the whole process process of it is kind of cool because every comedian like writes differently and how they prepare is different and just none of us can really explain it (laughs) nobody explains it well yeah (laughs) i've noticed that too because like you know when i started doing it, i was looking for an answer what is this what is this and everyone's just you know what man it's you just go up there and people laugh so you keep doing it yeah i think we're just so fucked up that we have discovered some form of like magic or witchcraft where it just works and it doesn't work for everybody like comedy is like much like any other art form it's subjective so everybody's not going to like you you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea but you know what i'm saying ultimately the person that's getting up there doing it like that shit feels so good you know what i'm saying yeah. it just it, it's therapeutic it is like a drug even if you're doing it high off your ass, like yeah, it 
it's your therapy. 100%. You know <laughs> 100%. And it, it's just an, it's a great fucking time. I, I will like gush over doing it because I miss it so much and I don't want to just run off at the mouth. <laughs> so, you know. Oh man, no, I feel me. you. I feel you. That I'm, I'm right there with you because that, uh, that last show that I did, I was like, man, this is it. Like, I'm going to do this. Like, that was like kind of what gave me the confidence to, fuck it if uh if people don't laugh at me i, could, I just gotta keep going I, yeah. I love this now and then right when i did it like the first show that i had on and i had um was planning on going to an open mic like the week before and i was like okay cool there's two open mics so i'm gonna do those two before i do this and then uh i think they it was on like a wednesday and thursday and then monday or tuesday there was a stay at home order and it was a whole or the you know the week before it was like oh shit yeah i guess i'm not doing any of it yeah, this was the most... I picked a hell of a time to get into it, you feel me? Oh, God. This was the most depressing fucking experience I've ever had. Like, And I've gone through a lot of shitty things in my life. But I would say having to sit home... Like, having to sit home has been terrible. And then I was, wor- I, I was working at a salon that got shut down. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, I went and got a job at a call center. And that was cool. But I ended up having to work from home, and I got tired of people calling me a nigger at like oh man six o'clock in the morning. And it's just like I'm you shouldn't Whoa. be that mad over cable. Oh <laughs> shit! Like so, I was over that, and I it, that had to be let go. It, the COVID was just a lot. Oh man, you know. Um, and then not being able to perform and talk about that because I would have been going to the stage and. Yeah. Talk about all these funny ass, stupid ass calls I'm getting every oh, day I bet. I bet. for eight hours a day. And just not being able to do that has been depressing. And before we got that stay at home order, like I literally, I feel like I, something was getting ready to shift in my young little comedy career. Like something was about to happen. Um, I, I began being courted by you know people that were going to help me like and i and all i needed to do was court i needed to take them on a date yeah and it's just like once i took them out on that date like hopefully it worked out they wanted to you know sleep with me hopefully right (laughs) get in bed that's what it is trying to get in bed and it just was a good time and i booked this show and like i love i just love the comedy store so much like like, the Laugh Factory is dope as fuck. It's right down the street. But I just genuinely love the folks at the comedy store. And that's where I wanted to go. And it was just going to be such a great night. And boom, like, things started shutting down. And then they gave us the stay-at-home order. And then the comedy store was like, yep, nope, that's it. Damn. That's it. And then all of the other clubs was like, yep, nope. And then I was like, the fuck? What what am I gonna do? The fuck! Oh man, I was hurt, but it I just felt like I was something was about to happen. Damn! And what it, a time! So I've been depressed. Everybody, if everybody was wondering. Oh man, that's how it goes. Yeah, that's the way it is sometimes, man. It's a bummer. <laughs> but Mondays are dope. Hey, Mondays are dope because you know what? At the end of it, it's all gonna come back around. Right. It's, when when Monday comes around, it's another week. You gotta do the same shit, but you know. Maybe, hopefully, you could do it a little bit different. You feel me? Oh, shit. That's what it is, man. Mondays are dope, absolutely. Well, 
Jalen, my man, can you uh, can you let the people know where where they can find you? Oh my gosh, you can find me on Instagram at Jalen White LA. That's J A Y L I N W H I T E L A. Um, I'm on Twitter under the same thing, but I'm a little not as politically correct on Twitter. So Word, wilding out on the tw- on the tweet. Yeah, so if you're easily offended, don't follow me. Word, Dana, don't follow him. That's my sister. She 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 doesn't like my jokes. Hey Dana. <laughs> hey girl. Yeah, you know she she laughs. She likes she likes really corny jokes. She likes dad jokes. But you know she's a lot of fun. If I, I love dads. Hey, sh- major shout. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that makes one of us, my guy. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I'm still working through my daddy issues. But you know Same. what it is. It's Monday, baby. You guys have a good time. I hope you're drinking your water. Fucking uh, let your friends know what's going on over here. If you like the podcast, fucking, you know, hit a like button. I'm not really sure how the commenting works, but I hear other podcasters say, you know, comment on that bitch. But definitely share with your friends. Um, follow me or uh, become a patron on Patreon, you guys. I'm trying to gotta get a new laptop. Now, do you have nudes on Patreon? Or not a... yet. Not yet. Okay. I'm going to be doing uh, so there's going to be a Patreon exclusive. Okay. If you become a patron, I will be doing nude podcasts where I will uh, be laying across my bed nude um and then throughout the podcast but throughout the podcast i'm going to be removing my clothes so it's not until the end that'll be nude but you know that's what you get that's uh it's only with the ten dollars subscription though so that's all you can get with ten dollars that's what it is twenty dollars hey i'll come to your house and we'll do our own podcast baby (laughs) it is what it is mondays are dope you guys